Hail and well met, travelers, and welcome to the Kinky Tavern. Pull up a stool. What do you have to drink? Here, we're going to talk about different aspects of kink, leather, the BDSM community, relationships within it, and so much more. All opinions voiced in this podcast are just that, opinions, and they should not be taken as fact or medical advice. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoy. If you would like to support us or follow us, we are on Patreon at The Kinky Tavern, FetLife, Twitter, and Instagram, all at The Kinky Tavern. I'm also personally on FetLife at mdizzy, E-M-D-I-Z-Z-Y. Please do not friend me on that account. You can definitely follow me, and you can friend The Kinky Tavern, but please don't friend me on that one. That's for people I know. I'm also on TikTok at MixDizzySoul. M-X-D-I-Z-Z-Y-S-O-U-L, and on Twitter at Daddy's Dizzy Soul, D-A-D-D-Y-S-D-I-Z-Z-Y-S-O-U-L, and all of those will be linked down below. Yes, and you can also find me on TikTok. Yes, I have a TikTok. I'm never on it, but you can send me stuff at uh, pup underscore Merlin underscore Wrecker, R-E-K-K-R. That is also my fat life. You can follow me there or message me or whatever. I also run the Kinky Tavern Twitter, so. And I am on FetLife at Allen's World 111. Please do not friend me. Only follow me there. Those are for people that I know. On Instagram, Lord Allen Vidra. That would be L-O-R-D-A-L-L-E-N-V-Y-D-R-A. Twitter at Lord Allen 111. And TikTok, Allen's World 111. Please follow me on TikTok so that I can get to a live. Excellent. So please give us a follow, give us a like, and keep up to date on what we're doing with the Kinky Tavern podcast. The content that we discuss will likely be explicit. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, I'm Mix Dizzy. And I'm Pop Rucker. And today we are wanting to talk to you about oralism. Oralism. Before we get into that, I want to thank you guys for being so patient with us these last few months, years, whatever. Um, <laughs> we have had a lot of health issues and just misfortune upon us that has unfortunately caused us to uh, miss some of the vote on our podcasting, but I appreciate you guys being here. We also unfortunately are back on our first mic that we ever had, ever got because the mics we recently got stopped working. Well, it's just they kept making a clicking noise and I couldn't figure out how to get rid of it. And... And everything anyway. we said said it was a defect, said it was a defect with the equipment, so we are returning the equipment. Yeah, so. So, what is oralism? Is that mouth stuff? Not quite. It's, no? It's different. So, it's oralism, like A-U-R-A-L-I-S-M. Oh. So, it's like ear stuff. Look at the title. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Oralism, A-U-R-A-Ora-lism, L-I-S-M. So, oralism is a sexual fetish defined as sexual arousal or excitement caused by sound. So, that could be anything from music to, like, whispering, ASMR-type stuff, 
talking, growling, eating. Uh, <laughs> eating is a big trigger of mine. Eating sounds. Don't like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also it's considered a type of mindful sexuality or mindful sensuality. Hmm. Um, and it can also include things like hypnosis and phone sex and even the sounds of sex itself. Mm-hmm. Yes. I am very much an oralist. Um, I enjoy the sounds of sex and just... There are certain, like, there's certain music that that gives me the chills and that, you know, that ASMR feeling. Yeah. Real quick, before we go on to the next segment, I just realized that we did not explain Ellen's absence. Oh. So, of course, as a psych nerd, I always want to know, what's the psychology behind this? You know, of course, you can just like things to like things. That's okay. But oralism is something that's very common it seems like widespread mm-hmm. a lot of people are finding that they have this i i realized that when when Rucker brought this to me and i started looking at it i realized that i have that with certain things mm-hmm. i think a lot of people do and they just don't really realize it i yeah. mean a lot of people like certain types of music because it makes them feel better mm-hmm. and just this is basically the same concept except arousal ensues basically instead yeah. of just enjoyment which, I mean, arousal is enjoyment usually, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so some of the psychology behind it is that, like, sounds such as music can actually physically change your body mm-hmm. by lowering your blood pressure, reducing anxiety, helping you sleep better, improving your memory and focus, and just boosting serotonin, like you said. Yeah. Uh, sound also has a strong tie to nostalgia and memories. We all have songs that... We either cry when we listen to it or can't listen to it anymore because it reminds us of somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. And with the evolution of porn going from things like pictures to video without sound to sound with the video, mm-hmm. phone sex and stuff like that, it's evolved with technology and sound was one of the last things to come into that sphere of things. Yeah, I think... It hit a real boom, like, in the 80s when phone sex operator started popping up in the U.S., basically. Mm-hmm. And it's been a thing since then, and it's only grown since then. Because right. you have things like, um, oh, there's a whole bunch of them now, isn't there? Like, the phone sex lines, and you can do them online, too. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, it's grown quite a bit. There's, like, Night Flirt. There's, there's all That's kinds of websites that you can go on. I, I actually was trying to do that and got it all set up and then sat online for a few hours without any calls and I was like anxious the entire time so I was like I can't do this um (laughs) (laughs) I was like I even if you know I just sit there and watch tv while I'm waiting the wait gives me anxiety so I'm just sitting there anxious the entire time yeah so yeah there's still like Phone sex is still a huge business. It's still a huge market. And actually, I heard that because of the pandemic, uh, things, people were isolating at home and quarantining. Mm-hmm. So audio porn just kind of blew up and it's become a lot more of a bigger thing now. Because, um, yeah. like, there's, you can search and find so many things out there i mean there's tiktoks there's 
Well, and that's what I was going to point out is yeah. it went viral on TikTok. Oh, yeah. ASMR and on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And if I'm... If I remember correctly, I believe that the ASMR trend blow up started on Reddit. It might have hmm. even been before that. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it. A lot of people are finding that they do have that fetish, or they do have that. Uh, people are trying to call it not a fetish because a fetish is something that you need to get off. Basically, um, a kink is more something you enjoy during sex, but people are even trying to say that this isn't sexual at all, which it it definitely can not be, but so can other kinks. So I really think that people are just trying to distance themselves from kink in order to moralize this, moralize mm-hmm. oralism. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, sound's been around us for, I mean, ever, obviously. But, like, music and making sound goes back way back to, like, prehistoric times. Yeah, sound to communicate or even just to enjoy. Yeah. Or both. So, can you tell me what are some ways that we can explore oralism if we're interested in it or think we might have that interest? Yeah. Proclivity. So, I mean, most people usually do, like, music during sex. Um or intimate times and that's always really good especially if you're doing like an impact scene or some type of scene in general Mm -hmm. just to have like a good rhythm to beat someone to or even if it's just sex um i don't know too many people who don't have sex with music i'm sure there's people out there but um it's pretty rare that we unless it's like really spontaneous and Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But typically, I will take a moment to put on Spotify. Playlist. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can also listen to erotic audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of those out there. And usually they find like people with the really, really nice voices to do those. And they're very pleasing to the ear, usually. Um, another thing you can do is you can... Uh, pay attention to the sounds of sex when you have it. Um, so, like, focus in on the sounds your partner's making and mm-hmm. the sounds you're making. Or And also to go with that, you can always have more lube. The wetter, the better. Um, so you can increase the sounds of, like, the flesh on flesh. Just kind of... The mac and cheese sound. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Making it louder, basically. Um, another thing you can do is use your words, be more vocal during sex or any type of play. And I know I'm really bad at this because I, I kind of shut down. I tend to focus and like other thing, everything goes out the window and I just like to focus on what I'm doing and I don't think about that kind of thing. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that has been a point of contention in our dynamic for, I'm, since time immemorial. I'm not good at the words. I know, baby. <laughs> I still love you. There's also ASMR tracks. Uh, and I know we've said ASMR quite a bit. Um, yeah, what does ASMR mean, pray tell? So ASMR stands for... It's, it's, it's what it is and what it's called is the same thing. It's weird. So ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Median Response. 
and it is the tingling sensation that usually begins at the scalp and moves down the back of the neck or the spine. So it's it's what happens to your body is that's the name of it is ASMR. But that's yeah, also so, the content that is produced. <laughs> so the feeling that happened, the physical reaction that happens in your body is called ASMR for mm-hmm. short because it's that big long thing you just said. Uh, but that's what they call the videos is ASMR. So, mm-hmm. or tracks or whatever, the sounds, that's what they call them. So yeah, uh, another few ways that you can explore uh, oralism in this sense, you can revoke your other senses. So that would like heighten your hearing if Mm -hmm. you put a blindfold on or you're in a vacuum bag and you can't move or what else could you do? Um, Noise canceling headphones. Ah, noise canceling headphones. Yes, like... Put on noise canceling headphones, and either they have to listen to like the sounds of their inner ear, or mm-hmm. oh boy. <laughs> or they have to listen to like specific sounds, whether that be the sound of your voice as a dom, or the sound of like a hypno track or an ASMR mm-hmm. track or music, yeah, or and, something really grating. And that's kind of getting into sensory deprivation, which we need to do an episode on. We are going to do an episode on that very soon, and sensory deprivation definitely does help you explore mm-hmm. oralism. Because when you take away your other senses, when you deprive those senses, your other senses are heightened. So if you deprive your senses other than hearing, your hearing will be heightened. Yes. Especially like if you're all all bondaged up in a hood and earphones and blindfold and all that stuff. Basically, any kind of sensory input you get is immensely heightened so throw them in a box and lock them up kind of yeah yeah you'd like that yeah i like boxes <laughs> don't put people in boxes that don't want to be put in boxes but the people that do want to be put in boxes please put, put me in a box so as we said earlier you can pay attention to the sounds of sex you can also pay attention to the sounds that may already turn you on i know that as a submissive in the community when i first began I was astounded at how fucking wet I could get from the sound of a flick of a knife blade mm-hmm. or a whip crack. Yes. Oh, I love the sounds of a dungeon just in general. Mm-hmm. The, if there's, especially if there's multiple scenes going on. Um, but even if just there's one scene going on, it's still hearing the... The moans and the screams and all of that is, hearing it is one thing, and then actually seeing it is another thing. Mm -hmm. But even just hearing it for me is very, I enjoy it very much. It makes me happy. Yeah. No, it really is like the sound in the dungeon, because for the most part, dungeons don't allow you to talk. um, Other than your scene, Mm -hmm. so you're hearing the sounds of tools and impact and the reactions that these people have to it and it's just beautiful beautiful it's like art yes so oralism is like i've heard it described as the not the opposite of voyeurism but the like the like along the same lines along like the voyeurism same lines. is sight yeah so that's your eyes it. yeah 
and then your ears would be oralism. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of interesting because most of the descriptions I've seen for voyeurism include it being people. So you enjoy mm-hmm. people, watching people specifically, yeah. and oftentimes specifically when they don't know that you're watching them. But right. I have, honestly, I've se- I have to say that I've seen art that turned me on that was not even erotic art. Mm. You know, like, mm-hmm. I feel I've... like if we're, if we're saying that voyeurism is this, we need to expand our definition of voyeurism or have another, maybe there is another version where you just love looking at art and stuff i mean there have been times when i've looked at some art pieces and like i've felt some stuff oh yeah like especially like rothko he does like the big like basically one color paintings but they're swashes like Mm -hmm. washes and if you get close to enough to one of those it almost feels like the painting is breathing it was very very intense and kind of creepy but i loved it at the same time because it was just like immersing yourself in that painting Like, getting as close as you can, you can just, like, feel it, Mm -hmm. like, breathing. It's so cool. Yeah. I'm getting, like, goosebumps just thinking about it. You are? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was a very... That was... I was very fortunate to go see that gallery, so that was pretty awesome. There's actually one in Texas I'd love to go see. It's called the Chapel. Hmm. It's a chapel, and there's four big black paintings in there. That you can just go and visit and enter the space, and it's very peaceful. And you might notice that Alan's not with us today. They are at Anthro Expo, yeah. So they are off having lots of fun, and we'll be back next week, yeah, to tell us all about it. Yeah, we're excited because they are having a lot of fun. Like we said before in the furry episode, like furry cons are lots and lots of fun. So yeah. much stuff to do and. All the night parties and yeah. Yeah, they've sent me a few pictures and videos and they look very happy. So yeah, hopefully they're having lots of fun and we will talk to them next week again and get their update for you guys. Yeah. All right, Daddy, would you lead us off with a daddy joke? A daddy joke? Yeah, we're going to let these guys go early. I know we shouldn't. We should keep them in school for as long as possible. Educating them. This is a tavern, though. Giving them the facts of life. We are still a school tavern. A school tavern. Yeah. That's new. (laughs) Well, if bartending school can have alcohol in it, why can't we? True. We also have a huge buffet. And the alcohol is only for after. True. Right. Consent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Would you lead us out with a daddy joke, please? Sure. It's going to be bad. It's always bad. I know it's always bad. That's the point. Yeah, I know. Okay. That's the segment. That's what we do. That's right. The thing. Yeah. So, light travels faster than sound, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, that's why some people appear bright until you'll hear them speak.